believe in yourself and don't stop. Period. If you got a child and you don't have no money and that child got to eat, you're going to find some money, right? So ain't no, ain't no whatever you can't, whatever you don't feel like. You no, know, get up and do it because as a parent, you got to get up and do it. So if so your business is your baby, your brand is your baby, get up and go do it. Yeah. It don't matter. It don't, just do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check it out one time. It's your man. That's rock. Make sure you keep it tuned in to the number one worldwide internet radio station and one-stop shopping NYC. No filter radio with your girl, Jess Blaze. Let's get it.
DJ High Grade in the building. Yep, yep. With shaking and bacon. What's good, baby? I am so not into it today for some reason. I just don't feel 100%. But as my grandmother would say, palante, which means push forward. This weather sucks. I think it's the weather, too, that's getting me in an icky mood because I hate the cold. And it was just 75 degrees yesterday? Yeah. No, the day before day yesterday? Day four. The day before yesterday, for like two days straight, it was yeah, like 75 was degrees. Cooking. Had people thinking it was summertime. Everybody was outside with their ass out. It was And cooking. shorts and all that good stuff. And I kept saying, this is pneumonia weather. People don't listen and now they're probably sick. But that's not my problem. Roman was good. Happy Taco Tuesday. I have not eaten a taco in so long. And I need some tacos. <laughs> Hopefully I will. I'll probably make some tacos tomorrow. Taco don't sound bad right now either because I'm hungry. <laughs> you haven't eaten nothing all day. I have not eaten. Well, I had... Did you have oh, I breakfast? did. I had a I had a hood meal today, simply because I meal. didn't have cinnamon to make French toast. I wanted to make French toast, and I couldn't make French toast because I had no cinnamon, and I had hard oat bread too. Man, I want to get that shit bad. So I opted for the hood meal, and mind you, this is like Which nine o'clock in the morning. I'm talking nine o'clock in the morning, and I made rice and corned beef. With potatoes. Wow. And soup and fucking yams. That's not a hood meal. That's Well the corned beef is, is a hood meal. That's that's corned corn beef. Hash. Corn beef, beef, yeah, I know I love that shit. It's not a corn beef. So it was good and I got full fast. It used to be a poor man meal, but corned oh, yeah, beef that, by that's itself what, is well, like that's what I mean. then they're ten dollars. That shit is hella expensive. <laughs> if you catch that shit on sale then you're lucky. Yo, fact. it's that California snack that makes your legs go back. Oh, Lord. Whatever that's supposed to mean. Anyway, so, <laughs> yeah, I had corned beef with white rice and some yams. And that's it. Now I'm hungry. That was out. That was this morning. I'm hungry now. But I ain't gonna eat no tacos today. I'm gonna eat some tomorrow. Bet your bottom dollar for that. You know what <laughs> 
Betcha, what does that mean? Betcha bottom up. Betcha bottom dollar. What does that mean? Betcha bottom dollar. What if it refers to some pimp shit? Bet your bottom dollar. I need somebody to Google that for me. Hey Siri, what does bet your bottom dollar mean? I want to know where that derived from. That's an old school shit, but I want to know where that derived from. Her phone is yelling at her right now because she said, hey Siri. Oh, your phone? And she's an android. Um, she ain't no Siri. Siri don't have the answers anyway. No. Siri confused. Only Alexa. Alexa is just as confused too. Alexa, Alexa, my Alexa don't listen to me. I'd be like, Alexa, and my son's Alexa goes off in his room. <laughs> and he yells at me because he's like, Ma, stop talking so loud because you're setting off my Alexa. But I'm like, my Alexa don't hear me. And my shit be like right there, right next to me. I even oh, changed man. I even changed her name because I didn't realize you could change her name. Or no. So I changed it to... Oh. It was something with a B. <laughs> it was. I hope it wasn't Bonquisha. Big, Bigsby? No, it was. It was. It was something with a B. So I started calling him that, and the fucker still wasn't listening. So now I reverted back to Alexa. Maybe. So sometimes I gotta be like right on the freaking Alexa, and I be like, Alexa, play hip hop and R and B, two thousands. Wow. And she be like. Ahora estamos jugando la música con... And I'm like, bitch, how did you get bilingual on me? Like, <laughs> fuck. Probably got to buy her. She just talking Spanish out of nowhere. Probably got to buy her a hearing aid. I need to throw her away. <laughs> throw her Alexa away. Wow. I don't even be using it. I forget I forget to use it sometimes. I should just be sitting there. I forgot I could connect this to my phone. This is magic. What I love to do, honestly, what I really love to do... And my son is so pissed off that he put me onto this, is that I can drop in his, I could drop into his Alexa. So all I gotta do is go into my phone, into my Alexa app, right? And if and I see his Alexa, so I do voice drop. So basically, it calls his Alexa. It don't even call. That shit just goes boom, and I be like, yo, wake up. So I hear myself saying, yo, wait, like I hear myself, you know what I mean? And he'd be like, Ma! And he'd be like, Alexa! <laughs> he'd be like, Alexa, stop, Alexa, stop. He'd be trying to get the Alexa to stop. <laughs> and then I'll do it again, I'd be like, and he goes, and you hear the thing go, oh, yeah, I got the dot. The dot, yeah. yeah. So uh, you, you voice drop on that see, shit. See, I got the show. That shit be hella fucking funny. I got the show, so what I be doing is, I got mine in the living room. So I can spy on mine. I'll leave my camera on. Oh, no, I ain't doing so, <laughs> so I I'll pop in on the kid and I'll be like, yo. I don't want to see what my son is. Uh-uh. Because me and me and Spring got two different controllers. Yeah. And that nigga pick up my shit. Oh, man. I'll be like, nah, nigga. Nah, my son is an Xbox. Use your shit. My son is an Xbox guy, so we don't have to do this. Yeah, he don't. He's, not a, he's a PS4 guy, but he don't, he don't be in my shit. You be too stuck on the Xbox. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so. 
This shit is crazy. I'll be, it's so funny when I do the voice drop on him. Because I do it when he least suspects it. You're really and then, And then what's worse is that he screwed if he was listening to music the night before and he had the music loud. Because all he did is tell Alexa to shut, shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. So the volume is still at max. You know, so then so here you, I come chiming in. So you, and his yeah, mom is on max volume, you know what I mean? And it shocks the shit out of him. Yeah, it's bad, so I find that pretty entertaining. <laughs> cool things about being a parent. Because they can't say shit. <laughs> but yeah. So this evening, this is actually, shout out to everybody on TikTok too, by the way. We got California on the check-in. We had the Bronx. Shout out to Roman on the check-in for convincing me too to go live on TikTok today. Because I don't go live on my TikTok when I'm doing my show, but I think I'll give it a shot. See how the feedback is, you know, see how the response is and the conversation goes over here. But, um, yeah, this evening we're going to be talking about men in depression. Um... It's like, it's, it, it's get, it gets brought up, but it's just like, all right, it gets brought up, but then there's no conversation that follows up behind it, you know? There's like, there's no open forum or space for men to feel comfortable enough to say, you know, a casual conversation amongst people who, you know, Right. Have the, are dealing with pretty much the same things that I'm dealing with. Wow. Because everybody is dealing with, you know, I don't want people to think that men especially, but you know, you can't think that you're the only person dealing with the things that you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. There are people that are dealing with what you're dealing with, and some people that are, that are dealing with worse things. Yeah, because um, believe it or not, and the the, the situation with mental instability in men is extremely high and the the, the proof is in the suicide rate because mm-hmm. more men kill themselves than females mm-hmm. men under 50 yeah are more I guess prone is a safe word to use yeah I figure when you get to 50s and 60s, you like that. It don't make no sense now. I haven't made it past all that extra shit. Everything no, I think, I think maybe at that age, they just learn how to... To cope better. Either deal, cope, or finally express how they feel. Yeah. You know? Well, well I could see the expression part because at that point, it's like, yo, I really don't care how you feel anymore. I just wish that that narrative was never the way it was growing up for well for kids as a whole from down to when I was growing up. You know, this shit dates back. Yeah, because it always born. it was always men don't cry, men don't show no emotion. You know, you a pussy. That makes you, you, a pussy you a pussy if you cry. You soft if you cry. Yeah. This, that, and third, and it's like that is not the case. Like people forget that we're all human. Right. And people forget that we all have feelings, and it's we have feelings. You know, if you go right now and bang your pinky toe, you think you're gonna start laughing? No, you're gonna be in freaking pain. Yeah. And you might shed a freaking tear because who knows how hard you bang that shit? You don't even know the damage that you caused to your foot. You know what I'm saying? Ain't no might about that. Same thing with me. <laughs> I bang the shit out of my toe. 
I'm not gonna be laughing. I'm gonna be the first one fucking crying. I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna be acting like my shit fell off. I, I tell you one thing, I'd be cursing my ass off. You Man. know, but it's like this. It is, yeah. The fact that men are deemed to just not show emotion is sad and it sucks. And I feel what makes it even worse, and some women might look at me crazy because here I am siding with men again. But you know, some women can be toxic. Mm-hmm. And their toxicity can also add, you know, yeah. to, 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 to the depression and the stress that these men are dealing with. Very much so. You very know, much and, so. and that's why that term about, you know, be his peace is it's a very real and strong term. Is you know what I mean? It really is. Now, um A lot of females fail to realize, like, with the guy, he don't say nothing because if he say something, he's so good. Guys finish last. Every dude knows that, and it feels like once the minute you you break down and show that side of you, you become the good guy. You become that soft guy, and. Now there's a vulnerability there. And if she sees it, everybody else can see. And it picks at you. It's almost, and I've been through it a few times now. It's almost like some of them will see the, 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 the little wound. It's like a scab and pick at it. Mm-hmm. But you know what I you think know, is a so, double standard? Mm-hmm that women, you know, we have these women, I'm excluding myself out of this because I'm a married woman, but you have women that are out there that they want and they look and they yearn for to be ever so, mm-hmm. you know, and handle her with care and be gentle with her and, and you know, and, you know, you know, just do these, you know, these soft and gentle right. things and, you know, like, right. Have her on like cloud nine, right. and, but you know what I'm saying. But you're not. But that. But that same man is not allowed to express his feelings to you. Right. He's not allowed to cry in front of you because you're gonna automatically say he's a pussy. Right. As opposed to supporting him and saying, "Hey, baby, what's wrong with you? What's going on? How can I help you? How mm-hmm. can we go through? How can we work through this? You yeah. know, like I don't. I don't. That that part I don't get. Right. Mm-hmm. How do you demand and, and 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 say, oh, you ain't shit if you ain't doing this, A, B, and C. But again, you're just limited to your emotions. You can only express those soft emotions because they they, they cater to her. Mm-hmm. And that's a her benefit. Mm-hmm. The other ones you the gotta moment, hide. The moment you have feelings for yourself you and hide feelings it. that you want to express, you gotta hide them. You gotta box that shit in. Yep. And you can't express them with nobody because even your boys will look at that as a, a moment of weakness and take over whatever slot. Well, or, or, see, that's well, the that's thing. That's the, that's, that's the company you keep. 
That's not everyone. That's why people, that's why that people around you can also add to you being depressed also. It's the company you keep, the people that are around you. People that are around you can be toxic also. That's correct. They could be giving you the wrong advice. They could just be they could just be the type of people that you shouldn't be around because you shouldn't be in that type of space or environment right. because it's just not good for you. Right. It's not healthy for you, it's not progressive for you, it's not beneficial right. to you. But that you know what with, I'm saying? with all of that is the same reason why most niggas, most guys don't don't express their they, they emotions because you never know exactly which one is it. They don't know what chick is going to be the gentleman. It's not even just a chick. It could be the dude next to you. And you don't know. He'll sit there and listen no, to no, you. No, 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 definitely. And no, I'm speaking as far as in, in a female perspective. There'll yeah. be women that they just, there's that, 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 this much. <laughs> I couldn't so even put a percentage on it, but there's like this much amount of women who actually care and mm-hmm. are sympathetic to men's feelings and they understand and they know and even sometimes, you know, it's about being considerate of of, of a man's upbringing exactly. and what he's been through in his life, exactly. and what's been taken from him Background. or robbed from him, Background. or what he, you know, things like that. You know, the lack of of love maybe his mother didn't give him, mm-hmm. the absent father, mm-hmm. you know, the 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 child abuse. Yeah, it's so much shit. You know what that, I mean? And then yet this bitch over here. She done. She's she's been raised with a silver spoon in her mouth. Mm-hmm. And even so, some of them that that claim okay. Say you had you had a, a rough childhood, not being that rough, but it's rough, right? You didn't you didn't have a dad. Mom's wasn't all that cool. She wasn't all the way around because she because dad wasn't there. Whatever the situation is, right? But the shorty that you with had way worse. You know what I'm saying? She was abused. She was abandoned. She was by herself since 13, 14. Yada, yada, was on the street. Now she lived with two. She lived here. She lived there. She did everything she did, she did by herself and got on her own. Now, you can't bring up your past. Because your past doesn't equal hers. You can't mention nothing soft. Because she's harder than you, so you gotta try to be extra harder than her. Even though she knows exactly who you are to begin with. See what I'm saying? Now you always stuck in this pretending role. And a lot of dudes don't realize that it's a lot of the stress and the problems and the, the frustration and aggravation and all of that comes from the girl that you're actually attracted to. You switch who you're attracted to or stop even just liking that girl. A lot of times the stress will go away. But it's easier said than done. Hmm. Let the choir say amen. Yeah, I amen. want to hear it. Sound <laughs> like the preacher. You're listening. Mm. I'm glad that my words of wisdom have resonated into your brain. Hey. And it, have made sense, however, mm-hmm. although you haven't applied what I said. Oh. It has not been applied to your <laughs> life. It's not been applied. However, the fact that you were able to reiterate mm-hmm. 
Exactly what you said. I sound real like (laughs) bougie and shit. The fact that you took the time to reiterate what I have drilled in your head. That's why I have gray hairs, people. That's why I cover my gray hairs. All my gray hairs are in here. And this little oh fucking wraparound thing I'm a thingy right here, my gray hairs are there. They really are. <laughs> I hide them though. A lot aside from my baby hairs, my baby hairs are there. But yeah. But that's just one half of the, I mean, one part of the, the, the mental stress that most men go through. Fuck women. I feel that the biggest issue is a man, um, his upbringing, the things that he's dealt with mm. as a child. I think that just plays an extreme role. And, yeah, it plays a big part. Yeah. In his, in his adulthood, you know, shit that kids see when they're young. You know, I, I, I remember shit vividly, like certain events vividly. Like I'm talking about, I could just close my eyes and I'm there. Mm-hmm. I'm, and I'm talking about events when I was like three, four years old that we think to ourselves when we see kids at that age, we're like, ain't no way you're going to fucking remember this shit. Yeah. And it'd be that shit that they remember. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Wait, but that was me. Like, I, if I can remember shit from back then, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Now, again, I've been in that situation too. And it's crazy because your upbringing means a lot. A lot of dudes, it's a 50 love, 50 shot. Love is very important. If you have children, Be love it. them down. I'm talking about love them down, kiss them. Yep. Kiss them till you cannot kiss them anymore. Hug them. The kids mean a lot. Tell them you love them every single day. Like, don't skip a beat. Like, just tell them how proud you are of them. You know, motivate them. Inspire them. You know, allow them to think for themselves. You know, but just, just, just love them, yo. I can't stress enough. Love on your children, yo. Love them down because there are so many children out here who are who don't have parents, uh-uh. and there are so many kids out here who have dirtbag parents that don't give a fuck about them. They don't care about them. You know how many of my son's friends, when my son was in high school, in junior high school, you know how many of my son's friends used to come to my house in the morning for breakfast? Yeah. For breakfast. And I'm here beating like 20 eggs, mm-hmm. okay, to make sa- egg and cheese sandwiches and for bacon everybody. egg and cheese sandwiches for everybody. Mm-hmm. Same right. amount of coming to my crib to have fucking lunch when they get out of school. Because I'm cooking. Exactly. And they know that my son's crib is the crib. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yo, your mom's got food, word. Your mom be cooking, yo, word. Yo, what's good? Because they know I, I'll, feed a, I'll feed a village if I could do it. Yep. You know what I'm saying? That was my upbringing. That was my kids' upbringing. They, all their friends came to my house after school, before school. I just left my crib and there's, there's four of them in there now. Mm-hmm. They've been there since early this morning. Yeah, it's... it's they I can each I other can't at work. That shit would literally, yo, it would break my heart when these kids would come to my house. And, and, and it got to the point where all my son's friends call me mom. Yeah. I was mom. 
I, and I was like, how about that social security number, though? And I'm sorry. So I can claim you at the end of the year, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but seriously, like, you know, like, they, I was mom. I, and then I was a cool biker mom on top of that, you know right. what I'm saying? So that, like, that was, like, the icing on, on the cake. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, when, when, when I found out I was having kids at the age I was. Absolutely, queen. In my head, in the beginning, I was like, damn, I'm a statistic. I wanted to. We're all but statistics. But then, in the same note, I'll tell you this much. My kids are now grown. They're 18 and 19. i say this much. Right? I grew up with my kids. Not not in the note to where we both were oh, children. Oh, yeah, I love the fact that I grew up with my kids. I grew up Me with too. my kids. And the fact too. that I grew up with my kids, feel I feel like I made a better connection with mm-hmm. my children that... Absolutely. I couldn't have made if I was older. Mm-hmm. Or, you know what I'm saying? I feel like, it, it one, it made me a better man. Mm-hmm. And it made my children better as, you know what I'm saying, young adults. Listen, there's things that my son, t- my son, okay, not daughter, a boy, my son. And he has a whole dad and everything. He got men in his family that, that are there and active, you know what I'm saying? But there are things that my son talks to me about. Like, he'll just come up to me and start talking to me about it. And I'll just be like... Yeah. You know, I don't question it, but in my head, I'm like, he doesn't have to talk to me about these things. Mm-hmm. Like, these are conversations that he sh- that he would normally have a conversation with his dad. Right. Or, like, with his uncle. Right. With a male figure. A male figure. But he feels that comfortable enough... To have these conversations with me about, he talks to me about girls all the time. He talks to right. me about all these, you know. If he meets a girl, he talks to me about her, like right. how it is, how I'm feeling, right. or I don't know what I, you know, like he literally talks to me, and I just be like, I'm so grateful for that, right? You know, but again, it's because of the attention that I've given my child, <laughs> right? Like, I, I can't stress that shit enough. Love on your kids because. The lack of love will affect them. It won't affect them only in a personal way, but it'll affect them socially. Right. Like, you know, with my daughter. As a man, when you have a daughter, the first thing you start thinking of is how you was as a kid. And what's going to happen to your daughter if she runs into a little you. And it starts to kind of trip you out and bug you out. As my daughter became old enough, 16, 17, 18, I was worried about these things. But I didn't really press her. I wasn't on her back. I wasn't running through her phone. I was doing what a parent does. I I had a little thing where I used to pop up on my kids randomly. In random places. I wouldn't tell them where I'm coming from or nothing. I just randomly pop up and then walk the fuck away. Betty, Betty, sneaky. You know what I'm saying? Just on some, hey, what's up? Hey, I see you. And then move, keep on pushing. Like, mm-hmm. we just pass each other on the street and keep it pushing. So, in a way, I kind of instilled in their head, daddy's everywhere. We can run into daddy anywhere. So, let's not do anything that daddy's going to be upset at if we run into him doing this or doing that. But then in the same note, I never really worried about my kids doing that. Mm-hmm. My daughter actually waited 
till she turned 18 to get with her boyfriend. Hmm. He used to come to my crib all the time. And they was friends. I used to watch my daughter. She used to have a bunch of dudes around her, but all of them was friends. All of them came to my crib, so I knew all of them was friends. And they'd be on the phone all the time, but her and him be on the phone more than anybody. Soon as she turned 18, that was her boyfriend. She made it official. They made it official. And she came to me and told me. And he came to me and talked to me. I respected the hell out of him. Right now, they were sitting in my crib on the couch. Mm-hmm. He goes get her from work. She meet, she chills with him and helps him with his homework. He helps her with her homework. They, they're just like... Two peas in a pie. Exactly. <laughs> we have to trust and believe that they would do the right thing. Yeah, man. man. That's what I'm saying, Queen. Like The reason why it's so easy to say that... Well, I'm going to speak for myself, but I, the reason why it's so easy to say that is because, again, it's because of how we raise them. My son knows right from wrong. He knows what good and bad is. You understand? You know, I've, I've instilled in him since he could, since he could comprehend my model, pay it forward. You know, like, always just do good to people because it's going to come back to you ten times fold no matter what. Don't, don't expect shit when you do shit. And if you do shit, do shit from your heart, you know? Right. Definitely. I always told him, you know, treat women the way you want people to treat your mother and the women that you love and your family to be treated. Yep. You know, my son never raised a hand at a woman. He's never called a chick out of her name. I can't say this. You know, like, I mean, everybody's different, but, you know, like, I, he's, I've taught him not to do that because you don't need to do that. You don't need to be, you don't need to do that. I'm not proud of it. I've done it. You know what I'm saying? And like, any, any female that's been around me and just will tell you, I call every female empress of yeah. junk. Yeah. I don't care if I know you or don't know you. It's just the lack of, I feel like the lack of upbringing, the fucked up, up not lack of and fucked up upbringing plays a very pivotal role yeah. in men who suffer from depression. And I'm not saying all men, because I'm not saying that all men that have dealt with whatever they dealt with growing up are subjected to, you know, falling into depression. That's, mm-hmm. That would be a lie, you know what I'm saying? But there's a big, there's a large amount that do and that are affected. Especially yeah. the ones that really, like, want love. The ones that are... Because like I said, and I say this because of these kids that used to come to my house... Like, I'm I'm a I'm a hug person. I'm an I'm a cancer. I'm an affectionate person. Mm-hmm. And if I got love for you, I'm gonna show you the love that I got for you. You know. So I grew a love for these kids. And every time they would come to my house, I would hug them. I'm talking about like bear hug them. Like, mm, hey, you know what I'm saying? So they would hug me just as tight. Right. And then when I'm like about to let go, they still holding on to me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that shit would break my heart, yo. I'll be like, yo, oh my God, like, damn, man. Like, I want to hug you too, but. Yeah. So, loving your children because. No one's hurting it's, me. It's hard out there. And in this society nowadays, too, with so many young kids getting killed and young kids carrying guns and man. young kids robbing. 
It's disgusting. Now, I'm not really worried about my son with that stuff. But what I am worried about my son with is it took me a minute to even accept the fact that I was depressed. Several years, almost. Matter of fact, I could go with a decade to say that I was depressed. A lot of, and it may have been ignorant for me to think so, but I always thought that depression and other stuff, mental diseases of that nature was more of something that you can get over with, you know what I'm saying, mental, like, get over it. Get over it, nigga. Like, I'm, I'm that old school. You know me a dollar. Oh. Okay. But I'm that old school, so it was always get over it and deal with it. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's it's all in your head. Let it go. Stop dwelling on it and push on. That's always the way I looked at it up until recently. I dealt with my grandmother passing. Nobody know how I dealt with it. I, I don't know how I dealt with it. I just packed it in there. Mm-hmm. The stuff with my, my kids' moms, the, just the stuff that I've been through in the last two decades, it's just all been packed into a bottle. And it wasn't until I talked to a therapist this year that I actually start to feel better. The problem with that is I see the same traits in my son. He packed in everything. So you need to get him help now? I tried to. Man. He's he's just like me. And he's he sees things in the same manner. My thing is So then you need to be a pillar and let him know how it's affected you. And that's what I've done. So when I went to therapy, I didn't keep it a secret. I I I let it be known to him. I even talked to him about some of my sessions and so on and what I what I went through because I know a lot of it is the same stuff that he's going through right now. Um, my grandmother passed and was buried on his birthday. Oh wow. And he was real close to my grandmother, just like I was. So you know what I'm saying? And then with the all the other crap that happened to us in the last years. Mm-hmm. You know, he never showed any kind of, like, nothing, like, and I know exactly what he was doing. It just goes in the bottle, mm-hmm. go in the bottle. And just so that the bottle don't explode, you go off in the corner and pull a little bit out, pull a little bit out, and then put more shit back in the bottle, mm-hmm. and put more. And I see him doing it, but he does express himself and he doesn't pack it in like how I did. He doesn't keep himself secluded. He, but his eruptions are violent. Like, not physically violent, but verbally violent, and emotionally violent. Like, when he blow, he blow. He's gonna tell you everything right then and there. Don't care how you feel about it. That's not good. And a lot of the times it gets nasty. So I I don't know exactly how to coax him to make him move faster. Three one one. Without forcing him like, listen, this is because our relationship has never been a, fo- a forced situation. 
I know, but he also has to understand and know that you're his father and that you mean well and that you're telling him, you know, what's best for him. He's not 18 yet, right? It'll be 18 on the 24th. Oh, yeah. My freedom date. And after that, then you can't even worry about what you're talking about right now. Because yeah. then he's a man. Yeah, exactly. And you can't deal with it. You can only voice your opinion. You can't enforce anything. Right. So unless you're trying to enforce something now, then, you know. And but we're like in the, the like, twilight hours, so it's like... It's a chance, but it's a slim chance. But I mean, I don't think he's like far gone to where it's going to be an issue or a problem, like as far as life threatening or, you know what I'm saying, towards anybody else. But it's something that yeah, I feel like it's going to hinder him. You don't want to get into a relationship and, you know, he gets into a regular casual disagreement with his girlfriend and then he starts verbally abusing her. Mm. Verbal abuse is abuse. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's still abuse. So. Yes, I do know that. Hopefully, you know, gets better from it. But, well, you never know. Maybe as he gets older, he might mature and be, maybe be more in control of his feelings, too. Or it could mm. be his environment, people that he's around and stuff like that. You know? That, too. Now, I blame myself because he's gonna change your environment. he has watched me do it. He watched me do it for a long time. And it wasn't until, like I said, it wasn't until this year I actually went and sought help. He watched me break down. He watched me fall apart. He watched me erupt. Right. I've been to that spot where I was ready to take everybody out. That absolutely I don't care mode. I've been there. And it took me a minute to walk away from that. But I've been there and he's seen me at my lowest. Mm -hmm. But every time I've hit that spot, they're the ones that actually broke me out. It's always been my kids. My daughter's always been the one to, hey dad, I see you. Mm -hmm. And she'll just say a couple words and walk away. Mm Those kind of things, even though as small as they are, they they resonate and echo, mm-hmm. and they sit with you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of times that pulls you through. But the mental thing is is all right. So lately, I've been chilling with a group of guys, like you say, change your environment. Mm-hmm. I have a few people, you know what I'm saying, um, shout out to Eddie J, um, Ricky Appleseed, um, Gerald Hansel, or we sit down, we conversate, we brothers, so when I stress him, I can call him, mm-hmm. and he'll talk. You know That's what's what needed more, men, men, more men are needed to have to be friends and not to just be that dude that I hang with or I smoke with or I drink with. You could do that, yeah, but can you just have can you sit down and have a one a conversation? Can you can you confide in a person that if you become completely transparent and full of emotion that you won't be judged? Right. 
And I think it's because all of us pretty much been in the same slot while we, we, we kind of like sit down I mean, and conversate. I mean, yeah, granted, but even, even if whoever wasn't in those situations, you should still be compassionate about mm-hmm. other people's feelings. And that's the problem that society lacks compassion. Society likes so much compassion, it's disgusting. And it's, and it's like literally poured down to children because there are so many kids out here that are so arrogant and so ignorant mm-hmm. and so disrespectful that I just look at them and I'm like, yo, I'm going to choke your mama out for not raising you properly. Man, you know what I'm saying? I just be like, seriously, you know what I mean? And then I, and then I look and then I... Look over to my left or I look over to my right if my son happens to be with me and I just be like so proud of the human that I've created and raised because you make me proud because mm-hmm. you are not a stigma. You know what I mean? Exactly. I ensured that my son was not gonna be a stigma to society. Yeah. I made sure that I wasn't gonna be like even though I became a statistic. Yeah, we all statistics. We're all statistics. I was going to keep minds different. I was always going to be different. That's all I said to myself. I was going to be different. I'm going to be different than my father. I'm going to be different from this one. I'm going to be different from that one. I'm going to set myself apart from everybody. Just so that when my kids follow me, they would be set apart from everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, I made it to where I can fit in anywhere and stand out everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and I, my thing to all the guys that are going through their little mental issues, those that, that know about it, and don't want to talk about it. Those that don't know about it. And those who try to act like it never really existed. Talk about it. If yeah. even self- and weed and liquor is not the cure, guys. No, it's not. It, in fact... Weed and liquor with your homies is not the cure. That's weed. just y'all chilling. But if you really want to have conversations, speak with a professional, honestly. That's the best advice that I can give. We just going to make you dwell on it more. Because your friends are only going to have but so much... Alcohol is going to make you act on it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, talk to somebody. If you even self you... Here's what one thing that used to help me when I started talking to my therapist and then, you know, there's times where you can't talk to your therapist. I put my phone on record and just talk into the camera. And I just say everything that I'm feeling right into the camera. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So now... And I don't know why y'all would act like this sounds crazy, but now your phone is like somebody that you're talking to, but y'all be talking to y'all phone all the damn time. So. Not only that, but that's probably a good uh, uh, a good thing to do also, because if you go back and listen to what you, yeah, you were could. going on talking about, then 
you it can, can build aid, on give it. you clarity. Mm-hmm. You can build you on know, it. Yeah. Or be like, awesome, what the fuck was I talking about? Exactly. <laughs> Like, what was I thinking about when I was saying this exactly. shit? You know, or maybe I was overreacting, or, you know, maybe this wasn't that big of a deal, and then it just makes you humble yourself a little bit more. It, it levels know? yourself. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you. Because it worked. I still sit back. I, I got the video. I talk to myself all the time. I even answer myself, too. All right. See, my therapist said I'm not answer supposed my, to answer myself. Oh, I answer myself all day. <laughs> but you answer yourself. <laughs> you no, know, I got to make sure. I ain't going to ignore myself. I got to get an answer. So ain't nobody around. I got to answer myself. So. I be like, what you said? Like, Did you hear me? <laughs> Now we be looking at you like, okay. Okay. Which just about talking to? <laughs> Left or right? <laughs> I don't know. I closed my eyes and did a turn. Is it left Jess or right Jess? I, I, I like left Jess. All I'm saying <laughs> it's is. It's like the Twix. <laughs> all I'm saying is, fellas, you know, life is not easy. And this goes for women too, you know. I don't want to just, mm-hmm. you know, say, man, this is. This no, goes, this is. This goes all across the board for men and women, you know. Yeah, generally women. speaking, if you're going through something, don't be, you know, we hear this all the time. Don't be afraid to talk. Don't be afraid to reach out to somebody. That's the first thing they're afraid to do is to fucking talk and reach out to somebody. You know, but just know that you're not alone even if you feel like you're alone. And even if you feel like you don't have no family, there is going to be somebody that's out there that will care about how you feel. Mm-hmm. You know, there there are people out there that genuinely care about strangers and they build with them and they wind up helping them and so on and so forth. That's you know, a fact. there's help out there. Yeah. There's help out there. I'm Seek one it. Of them. Um speak. Men, be transparent. I can't stress that enough. I always used to say you're only a real man if you cry. I respect men that cry. I really do. That don't mean you cry all the time. If you're an emotional person, then you're an emotional person. Nah. I'm an emotional person. I cry for a lot of shit. I cry for the dumbest shit in the world. That don't mean you gotta cry because your ice cream fell on the floor. I would cry if my ice cream fell on the floor. Especially if I had chocolate sprinkles. You could throw a fit, though. If I had chocolate sprinkles, I'm teardropping. I'm crying. You could throw a fit, though. Oh, what the... No, I'm throwing, I'm throwing the fish and I'm following the fish. The tears might be a little much for the dudes. Tears might be a little much unless you're like six or seven years old. <laughs> but yeah, seek help. And even if you don't know a number, 311. Yeah. You know? Um. But, yo, speaking of that. If you work for 311, speak to your boss, man, because sometimes y'all a little slow, and I tried it. It aggravated me, and that kind of stuff could be frustrating for, for, um, that kind of thing could be frustrating for, for somebody who's trying to talk to somebody and looking out for help, and all you keep hearing is, please hold. And stupid ass elevator music. That no, you know what? Fuck 311. Google. Yeah. Hotline, depression hotline, or even you can even type in "I'm depressed, I need help." Literally, you can just literally type that in, and Man, a you, lot of shit will pop up. If you got Medicaid, you get help real quick. And there's health insurance out there too. Yeah, 
definitely jump on it. Resources are out there. Things are out there. Don't feel ashamed. Don't feel down. Don't feel like, yo, that makes you soft. It doesn't. If you want to keep it to yourself, then keep it to yourself. Disappear for like an hour or two a week. Meditation helps. And try to do something that you enjoy doing. Yes. Oh, and coloring. Coloring, believe it or not, is a very mental stimulant. I love coloring. I love, love, love it. I matter of fact, I have to get some coloring books. I love coloring. If you got a pet, get a, get a pet. Book. Yes. The dog really helped me out. What are they called again? Uh, emotional support. Emotional support dogs. And emotional support. I got me a pet. He really helped me out. I just, yo, whenever I'm stressed, I sit down and... Yeah, all that. Yeah, man. All that stuff helps. If you got kids, chill with your kids. They, they just like the pets. They can pick up on that. And, and if you feel like there's something wrong with your child, because there's something off with them, even if you have to drill in their head like a million times, like what's wrong, 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 Next day, oh, by the way, what's wrong, what's wrong? No, you're not gonna eat today, what's wrong? What's wrong? Until it comes out, do so, because it will come out eventually. And like I said, if you have that inkling, then as a parent, 99.9999% you're right. So go with that inkling, because that's a silent cry. Because children, especially if you think an adult doesn't know how to talk, ha! Yeah, Just imagine children. So yeah. And I leave you with this. Kumse kumsha stuff. Um, seriously, be a good person, like I always say. Be a good person. Be compassionate. There's too many fucked up people in this world. Yep. Too different. many evil people. Be the change you want to see. Matter of fact, I don't, I don't like that word different. Be unique. Stay don't. unique like my clothing brand. There you Stay go. Unique. Shameless plug. But yeah. Merch coming soon. I hope people I hope people really, really, really seek help if they need it. And even if you don't know how to seek it and you need help finding it, shoot me a message and I'll help you out too. I'm all for helping people and guiding people and, you know, pointing them into the right direction, you know? Facts. My fingers were, I could point too. Hmm. Oh, I was like, what the hell is that? That's my lighter. I was like, what is that red thing in the camera? But yeah, y'all, y'all already know the deal. Same time, same place next week. No filter radio. Just Blaze, DJ High Grade. Yep. I'm about to go get her aspirin. Out of here. Deuces. Peace, y'all.